Everyone wants to be known and to be understood, and your clients are no different. If you want to run a successful bookkeeping business that you truly love and that brings you joy, you need to work with the clients that are a right fit for you. In order to do that, though, you need to learn as much as you can about them. In today's episode, I'm going to walk you through four tips for finding your ideal client. But first, here's what JTB 2023 had to say about the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. The experience Michelle has is invaluable in such a niche area. Her love for numbers and Jesus really shine through, and I'm looking forward to more episodes to come. Thank you so much, JTB2023, for taking the time to leave me a review and for making my heart smile. And if you would like your review read online, then please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this show. Now, on to today's episode, let's do this. Welcome to the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. Hey there, I'm Michelle Brown, and I love all things Jesus, business, church finances, and books. I help church finance individuals just like you go from feeling confused and frustrated with what you don't know about church finances to being more confident in your role while increasing your proficiency and expertise in the church finance realm. In this podcast, you're going to find practical and biblically-based business solutions along with a healthy dose of encouragement and a little bit of faith and mindset work to help you think like the business professional God created you to be. So if you are ready to walk out the calling the Lord has on your life and your business while on the adventure of the lifetime, then you are definitely in the right place. Grab your notebook and a pen to take some good notes in the dream God gave you because we're doing this. Let's go. Hello, my fellow bookkeeping friend. Thank you for sharing your valuable time with me again today. We're going to jump right in today by starting with tip number one on knowing who your ideal client is, or you may have heard the term your avatar or your ICA, which is your ideal client avatar. Basically what this is, is this is the type of client that you want to work with on a regular basis. This is going to help you find out who they are and also to determine who they are not. So there are four areas that I want you to research and look into. Okay. And this may seem like it's too much or seriously, do I really need to do all this? If you want to niche down, And to niche down means to serve one particular client, one particular industry. Obviously, my niche are church uh, bookkeepers and church treasurers, church people who work with churches. Okay, I love to teach church finances. So what I want you to look at, number one, is to start with demographics. Do you want to work with men or women or does it matter? Is there a particular age group that you think your ideal client is? Are they married? Do they have children? Where are they located? And the reason you want to know where they're located is, is do you want to work with clients that work in a different time zone or do you want to stay in your current time zone? I have most of my clients are here on, I'm on the East Coast or I'm not on the East Coast. I'm in the Eastern time zone in the United States, but I do have clients all the way on the West Coast that are three hours behind me. So I have to take into consideration when communicating with them, the difference in the time zone. Second thing I want you to look at is behavior. And what this is, is what is their level of education? What are their hobbies? Do they have volunteer activities? This helps you to get to really know the heart and what's important to them. And then third, look at their work. What is their occupation? What is their job title? What is their annual income? How many years have they been in business? Do they have employees? 
And then fourth, information services, which is what type of books do they read? Are there industry magazines or journals that they subscribe to? Do they listen to podcasts? What about websites do they look at? Social media platforms, industry gurus. You may immediately be saying, what on earth does this have to do with learning how to find my ideal client? It is exactly what you need to know about how to find your ideal client because you need to determine who your ideal client is so that you can focus and target your marketing on them so that your your services are tailor-made for these particular individuals so that you know how to speak their language. You know what matters to them. You know how if you have a product or a service that you're trying to offer that you know what their pain points. You just know the person. So the next thing we're going to look at is know how to solve their problem, which is huge. And that is you need to know what their pain points are. So you may be asking, what is a pain point? A pain point, number one, is what challenges are they facing, either in their business or in their industry? What keeps them up at night? All right, what would happen if they don't fix the problem? Is there a financial consequence? Are there professional consequences? Are there personal consequences? But most importantly, how can you help solve their problem? I've got a church that is currently, they were actually supposed to have voted yesterday on whether or not to outsource their bookkeeping and payroll services to us. But I had to meet with them initially to listen to what their pain points were, understand the challenges that they are facing, understand the consequences if they didn't get their current situation fixed, and then I offered them the solution of how I could help them. That's how you're going to gain clients. You've got to understand what is their biggest pain in the rear that they are trying to deal with. What wall do they keep knocking up against that they just can't seem to get past? And how are you going to help them to do that? All right. So now that you've determined who your ideal client is, you know how to solve their problems. Now, how do you find them? You go hang out where they are. First of all, you're going to start with Facebook groups. I am not a huge old Mongo fan of Facebook. I'm on Facebook every day because there's so much garbage on Facebook. But I personally use Facebook 90% of the time for business purposes. I do have Facebook groups where I communicate with members and group, uh, just different people in groups. I participate and help in other groups. And I have received clients due to being active in Facebook groups. All right, the second way that you want to hang out where they are is local networking meetings. I will tell you one of my favorite local networking meetings is because, again, I service churches only. I attend the monthly ministerial association meetings. So I'm in there getting to know who the ministers are in the local churches, listening to them, um, hearing their struggles, things that they're sharing, and just putting that connection with that face. I may not have to say something every time I go in, but my presence is there and I'm listening and I'm hearing. And then third way that you can hang out where they are is go to industry conferences. Um, this is a wonderful way to make connections. One of my best connections that I have made is I attend, again, I'm in the state of Kentucky, so you probably have uh, industry conferences in your area as well. And the Kentucky Baptist Convention holds regular trainings. They're very big on education, and I love that. And so I started attending KBC conferences, got in contact, introduced myself to the, um, the director of finance 
for the convention, made some connections, and now I actually get to teach when they are in my area for the KBC. That is wonderful, but one of the um, the prerequisites for them allowing me to teach is that I had to attend their conferences where I wasn't teaching, and I think that's a that's totally cool and totally reasonable for them. Find some industry conferences to get in touch with, to be involved in, and again, make your make yourself known. All right, and then number four, which is the most powerful best, most excellent way that you can find your ideal client is to pray. And you may be thinking, what on earth does praying have to do with finding my ideal client? It has everything to do with it. So I'm going to teach you three things that you need to pray for, three areas that you need to pray for to find the right clients. Okay. The first thing is you're actually going to pray to find the right clients. Okay. It's not rocket science. You want to ask the Lord to give you divine appointments and to open doors you couldn't open by yourself. It really is amazing if I sit back and think over the last just six years of appointments that God has given me, people he has brought through my door, recommendations that he has given me. Um, it's just amazing. It's one of those things that when it happens to you, you smile and say, God, you are so daggone cool. There's no way that this happened apart from you. Okay, so ask the Lord to give you divine appointments and to open doors you couldn't open by yourself. Number two, ask the Lord to give you cool and effective marketing ideas to reach your ICA or your ideal client. This podcast is what's working for me. I'm hoping that it will eventually, you know, bring in more clients and help me in some things that I have planned coming up the road. But I am just having an absolute ball doing this podcast. (laughs) I hope that you all are enjoying it too. Um, If not, if I'm not teaching you anything, I'm teaching myself some things because I'm having to do research. I'm having to get in and create outlines. I'm having to just be more involved and inside what I do and what I teach. So it's a good reminder for me. But ask the Lord to give you cool and effective marketing ideas, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's, well, one of the coolest things, I will go ahead and tell you, I was going to share this in another podcast, but one of the biggest boosts to my business and gaining church clients is I offered a mini course in QuickBooks for Churches. I advertised and did a free, it was like an hour and a half, 90 minute course where I covered three topics that I believe were the biggest pain points for churches and showed them how to fix it in QuickBooks. And during the course of the interaction of these people asking questions, I got projects from it because some people, they just need to know some step-by-steps. Some churches realize, I don't want anything to do with this. This is over my head. I will gladly pay you to do what needs to be done. So those are some some effective marketing ideas to reach your ICA. Number three, ask the Lord to help people supernaturally find you through everyday means. This newest potential client I've got, I'm, I've got a sign out on a marquee that's probably been out there for two years. The first <laughs> potential client that I've gotten from it. It's been there for so long, sometimes I even forget that it's there. But I'm going to say that everyday means they were just driving down the road. They just happened to be going through the intersection at the time that my 
sign lit up and so they found me and then number four ask the lord to help others to talk about how awesome your services are so that others will want to work with you as well and yes i did say talk about how awesome your services are because if you're going to represent christ in your business if you're going to do business god's way if you're going to take care of his church then you need to make sure that your services are awesome that they are above average, that they are to a higher standard. And you absolutely want, you know, you've heard that the best advertising is referrals and word of mouth. We always want that to be positive, all right? The first way you're gonna pray is you're gonna pray and ask God to help you find the right clients. Number two, you're gonna ask him to protect you from the wrong clients. Not every client is the right client. I'm going to repeat that. Even though you serve churches, not every church is the right client for you. I have been there, done that. There are not every church that contacts me becomes a client. Sometimes it's because they decide that they don't want to pay for the services that we offer. And that's absolutely their choice. And sometimes I just feel that they're not the right fit. And so you don't have to take everyone. And that's point number two. Ask the Lord for discernment in knowing who is not a good fit for you, even when they may seem like it initially. So number three, ask the Lord for courage to pass on jobs that could be lucrative, but they don't glorify Him. You will always find, even in the church world, you will find those individuals who want to see just how far they can push that line without it becoming illegal. I don't want to even get close to that line. I want to know that I know that I know that everything that we are doing for our churches and that our churches are doing financially are above board. They are above reproach. And if they should ever get audited or questioned, we don't have to worry about it because we know for a fact that we have stayed within the guidelines that we are supposed to. And then number four, ask the Lord to help you trust him when he closes the door. I know it's easy when you first open to take every client that knocks on your door because you need that client. You need that money. You need that experience. Again, I've been there. I've done that. And I did that when I first opened. I took whoever wanted me to do their bookkeeping I did their bookkeeping, but I have found that the ones that bring me the most joy are working with churches. The one, they're not always the most lucrative, but I have also determined, ladies and gentlemen, that if you are going to serve churches, you are in the minority because I know many bookkeepers who do not want to work with nonprofits. They do not want to work with churches because they think that they are complicated. They think that it's not fair. They don't like that they get special privileges and secular companies don't. So don't underestimate and undervalue your pricing. Charge what you're worth. Charge a fair price. But know that if you are serving the churches exclusively, exclusively, then you are a high demand premium firm or business or whatever you call yourself and you need to charge appropriately, okay? So ask the Lord to help you trust him when he closes the door because when he closes the door, he will bring another one. We lost two clients in January of this year. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, Lord, what are you doing? 
Well, thankfully, he has already replaced those two clients with two new clients that I'm very happy to be working with and that I think are going to be a much better fit for our firm. So everything's in God's timing, but trust him um, when he closes the door. And then number three way you're going to pray is you're going to ask God to give you enough, to give you enough business to meet your financial needs, and then also to give you enough business to give you extra to be a blessing for others. Because remember, we're not here just to make money for ourselves. We're here to make the world a better place because we and our business exists. And so I do not believe that it is God's will that we struggle every month to pay our bills. I don't believe that's his will. If you listen to him, if you let him guide your business decisions and your personal financial decisions, I believe that he will more than adequately meet your financial needs. So let's wrap up today's episode with a quick quick summary of the four tips to finding your ideal client. Number one, know who your ideal client is and is not. Number two, know how to solve their problems. Number three, hang out where they are. And number four, pray. So I pray this episode has been helpful to you and that you can apply something you've learned today to make your job more enjoyable for you and those you serve. We'll close with today's motivational quote. This is from Mr. Sam Walton. He says, exceed your customer's expectations. If you do, they'll come back over and over. Give them what they want and a little more. And we want to do that for our clients as well. So until next week, same time, same place. Be blessed, my awesome friends. Bye-bye. Hey there, friend. Thank you for hanging out with me again for another episode of the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. If this podcast has inspired you or helped you in any way, I sure would appreciate it if you would do me a couple of favors. Number one, if you would leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, that really helps others to find my podcast and I would greatly appreciate it. And then number two, share this with someone who you think could benefit from it so that they can be encouraged as well and learn something new about Church Bookkeeping. So until next time, I hope you have the most fantastic day. Know how much you are appreciated and I look forward to talking to you again. Thanks. Bye-bye.